What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Today we're talking about the story you tell yourself. We're going to talk today about the story we tell ourselves. And the story we tell ourselves means that like, guys, we all have a story. Everybody has a story that we tell ourselves. We all have a story and we all tell it. And before we get into this, like, I really want to have a conversation about like how your, how the story that you're telling yourself affects your results. But I'm curious, like when I say like uh, the story you tell yourself, how many of you guys have something that comes up for you right away? Maybe something that you consistently say to yourself or about yourself, something that you always catch yourself like, you know, repeating the same behavior over and over again, because we all have a story and me and curse me and you were talking about this the other day, but like, what do you say to yourself when nobody's listening? Like, what do you say to yourself when nobody's listening? What is your internal dialogue? When we're talking about the story, you tell yourself, like, what is your internal dialogue, right? And what sort of thoughts do you think at night before you guys go to bed? So before I get into the podcast, I just want to kind of hear like, what comes up for you when you, when I say that, babe? So now, I mean, of course, and I talk about this on my social media all the time, like I still have that negative self-talk. But now I quite literally am always catching myself. So the story I tell myself now is like, I fucking got this. The story I tell myself now is like, I'm going to marry the love of my life. The story I tell myself now is that I'm enough. But that wasn't always the story that I told myself. And that's what we're really going to dive into on today's podcast. So I'm going to be open. I just want to like, in spirit of vulnerability, my internal dialogue is like, I think that I'm really, really good at programming myself for success in business. And that's why when you guys follow me, like you see all my business content, like I've literally like programmed myself for success. Um, I do it every single day. I have a morning ritual. Like I don't miss a morning. So I'm very, very good and very intuitive at like programming myself for success in my business and telling myself the right story. But I actually want to tell you guys a story about like a little bit about my own personal life. And again, this story isn't to like blame or shame anybody. And this is just my own personal story. So when I was younger, I was like, uh, you know, I was born and raised. My mom was 17 when she had me. And so when she had me, she was still learning like how to be like, she didn't know who she was or what she wanted to do with her life. So she was kind of like all over the place. And I was raised by my grandma. My mom ended up taking me in and actually raising me from like four until eight years old. But at eight years old, I ended up getting kicked out of my house. My mom basically like, I was like a rambunctious kid. And my mom basically like called my grandma and was like, he's too much for me. I can't handle him. If you don't come pick him up, I'm going to send him to foster care. And so how that manifested for me and how that ended up like translating into my life is that I had a story where like, I just, on a, on a core level, I just believed that nobody loves me. That was like the core level of my story. The core level of my story was that nobody loves me. You know, like I'm not like, I'm not worthy of love. I don't deserve love. So like, that was like the core, that was like the core story. And so whenever, you know, how this manifested in my relationships is like, I would just like ruthlessly sabotage relationships that were good. Um, when I was younger, I would just like sabotage. Like I like I have a good relationship with a partner that I liked and I'm like, ah, sabotage because my core story was that nobody loves me, right? And then that was like my belief. And then how that manifested in my breakups is that whenever I'd go through a breakup, it would be like, I would go through a breakup and my whole story was like victim. I'm like, oh, this, of course this happened. Nobody fucking loves me. Like nobody loves me. I'll never be loved. I'll never find the right person. Nobody loves me. And that's like my story. And like any time that I'd go through any sort of resistance, and even this is something that like I've struggled with in my relationship with Kirsten is like, we'll have a fight. And then 
I'm like, do you still love me? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, of course I do. Yeah. She's yeah. like, of course you do. I'm like, are we still, like, do you still love me? And she's like, that's not even a question, but like, that's because at a core level, my story, like the core story that kind of like was running my life for a really long time was that nobody loves me. And that was like my core story. And that affected me for a super, super long time. I'm really, really grateful that we're doing this podcast because hearing you just say that out loud, and I know we've talked about this before, but like when Brian asked me, like when he says, do you still love me? And I'm like, the love that I have for Brian is unconditional. So even if we fight, even if we argue, even if he does something fucking stupid, like I still love him. So I didn't really understand that. And to me, like when you would ask me that, it would be like, of course I still love you. So just like hearing you say that and see where it comes from, it just makes me understand you better. All right. So for me, the story I told myself for years is that I wasn't enough. So like myself as a person, I wasn't enough. And this started back when I was in middle school and I had this friend and all the boys loved this friend and none of the boys loved me. I got made fun of all the time. Uh, uh, like in a particular story that comes to mind and like, I'll never forget this is we were all running in track and field. And one of the guys yells in front of our 30 person class. He's like, Hey guys, you're running on flat ground, like Kirsten's chest. And then everybody starts laughing. And I just was like dying inside. So from relationship to relationship, every person that I was with, they would do things like they would be talking to other girls. So that would like, like justify in my head, see, like I'm not enough. So to myself, I was like, this always happens. This guy's now like whatever. And one of my relationships, my boyfriend would like zoom into other girls on Instagram while, while I was watching, just like into their body parts. Right. And I'm like sitting there feeling super insecure and just telling myself that same story over and over again. Like I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And it seemed like every person that I would get with before we even started the relationship, I was already manifesting the fact that I wasn't enough. I was already listing off the reasons why they were probably going to be looking elsewhere. So for me, the story that I told myself for years and years and years was like, what's wrong with me? Like, I need to change. I'm not enough. Every person that's like with me needs something more. And so I always had that deep rooted feeling that I wasn't enough. So it's like when we hear things like this, like stories like this, like myself and cursed, I think that the first step is to really ask yourself the question like what's the story you're telling yourself because the things that we say to ourselves become a reality and i like one of my favorite speeches of all time is like i don't know how many of you guys follow will smith or know will smith but will smith talks about like the difference between like fault and responsibility right and so oftentimes the story that we tell ourselves is a result of the things that have happened to us in our life right and so for me it's like my mom kicking me out when i was eight was why that story is the way it is. It's like, because like when I was younger, like that was the belief that I had. I had the belief that like, nobody loves me, right? It was like, nobody loves me. And that's why I am the way that I am. But like, and that wasn't my fault that that happened, right? Like it wasn't my fault that that happened with my mom. It wasn't my fault like that. Like I went through that experience. It wasn't, it wasn't my fault. And I think because it's not our fault, sometimes what we do is we don't work on it because we're like, oh, this happened to me. And that wasn't my fault that this happened to me. That's why nobody loves me. And it's almost like we absolve ourselves of the ability to change our own life because we're like, oh, it's not my fault that this shit happened. It's not my fault. Like, it's not my fault I got made fun of when I was younger. It's not my fault my family has bad genetics. It's not my fault. It's not my fault, right? But Will Smith talks about the difference between fault and responsibility. He's like, it might not be your fault that your mom kicked you out when you were eight, but it's your responsibility to do something about it. And it's your responsibility to change your own story. 
And it's your responsibility to do something different with your life. And so when we look at your story and the story that you're telling yourself, the first thing I want to ask you is what is the story that you're telling yourself right now in your fitness journey? What's the story you're telling yourself right now in your fitness journey? If you're in a weight loss journey right now, right? The, what we say to ourselves can determine our success or failure in our lives. So if we're in a weight loss journey and we're like, I'm never good enough. I'm never good enough. I'm never good enough. And that's the narrative. Never good enough. Never good enough. How many of you guys have checked in with your coach before? And even though you did really good on your check-in and you made progress, you're like, I'm not seeing as much progress as this person. I'm not good enough. It's not moving fast enough. I'm not good enough. And even though you're moving in the right direction, and even though you're seeing progress, and even though it's like you're, the scale is moving in the direction that you want it to, or, or you're looking different, it's like, I'm not good enough. How many of you guys have ever done that before? I've done that before. Yeah. Like I've done that before. And I think too, it's like, you start doing really well, you start losing weight. And then that new person that you're becoming starts to scare you. And then you start slowly reverting back to old habits. And I've noticed that in myself before where I'm doing really good. I've dropped some weight and then I start letting myself slip because me like moving into a new level of person, it can be scary, you guys. Yeah. But like new levels are accessible to you, but you're always going to have those old habits in the back of your mind trying to, to creep you back in and right, like you're, you're doing good. You lose five pounds and all of a sudden you're saying like, I'm not worthy of losing five pounds. Like I'm the person that always eats pizza on Friday nights. I'm the person that always drinks on Friday nights. Then all of a sudden, what do you start doing? You yeah. start eating pizza on Friday nights and another, you start drinking on Friday nights. Another quote that comes to mind, and this is a story that my, my best friend Cole tells me all the time is it's the tail between two wolves. So I think that a lot of people think that when you guys see people like me and Kirsten succeeding, it's like you assume that our mindsets are always positive, but that's not the truth. The truth is we have the same thoughts that you do. The truth is we also have feelings that you do. We also feel insecurities. We also feel like we doubt ourselves. We also doubt our own abilities to accomplish our goals. But the difference is we don't feed into it. Mm-hmm. And we play this game all the time. Like sometimes like I'll be complaining about something or Kirsten will be complaining about mm-hmm. something. And the other person will be like, is that really the story you want to keep telling? Like, is that, is that what you, is that the reality? Like you actually feel like you're fat. Do you actually feel like you don't like yourself? Do you actually hate yourself? Or are you, is that just like a story that you're, you know, affirming right now that's creating a reality? Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And we have each other's back. So like if Brian comes to me and he says like, hey, babe, I'm struggling with this. Like one, I'm going to tell Brian if he's being an idiot, like I'm going to be straight up with him. But I'm also like Brian's number one fan. So if he's telling me like, I feel like this and this and this, like I'm going to be like, and you're doing this and you're doing this and you're showing up for 800 fucking clients every day. Like Brian inspires me every single day. So when he comes to me and he's feeling down on himself, I feel like as his partner, it's my job to be like, recognize the things that he is doing because it's really easy you guys for us to forget about all the fucking amazing things that we're doing and remember the one thing that we didn't do and how many of us do that right so that's that's the story we're telling ourselves and that's like that narrative of not good enough yeah it's like no matter what we it's like you can be crushing it in three different areas of your life but you forget one thing in your fitness journey and you're like i'm a failure yeah it's like no like do you see like you, you took your kids to school on time and you've hit three out of your four workouts and you've done pretty good in your meal plan and you've made progress on the scale. Like you're doing a fucking amazing job. 
But if you've got this like narrative that like you're not good enough or that you'll never be good enough and no matter what you do, it's not good enough. And that's like the subconscious story that you're playing. It's like, and that's what you're feeding into. Like we have to like recognize these things. So let's run through some other stories that you guys might be telling yourselves. Like, and let's go, let's go like a layer deep. I want to ask you guys a question. Like how many of you guys have ever said to yourself, like, I'll always be fat. Like I'll always be fat. Never, the way I am. I've, I've never been able to lose the weight. I've never been able to lose the weight. No matter what I do, I can't lose it. No matter what I do, I'll always be big. Bill. Nothing works for me. Nothing works for me. It just nothing, nothing works. No matter what I do, nothing works, right? I've just got bad genetics. It's my family. My, like my family's bad genetics. We all have bad genetics. The blame game. The blame game. Narrative, narrative, narrative. And if, when you keep telling the story over and over again, my family's Guys, as soon as you speak the words out of your mouth, it's real. Once you understand that everything you speak out of your mouth is actually like creating your existence, like creating your reality, you become very cautious of what you speak. And guys, this even goes to like, you're talking to one of your friends and you're bitching about something. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I'm always like, I can never lose this. I'm doing this program with Cursed. She's super smart, but I can never lose the weight ever. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're just like, you're creating that belief in yourself because it's the story you're telling yourself, right? Uh, fuck everything you're saying, babe. Everything fuck you're saying. Fuck everything you're saying. Fuck, like in a good way. Like, fuck <laughs> everything you're fuck. saying. Fuck everything you're saying. One thing to you guys is like, I think that sometimes you guys will see Brian and I, you think like they have their shit together. And yes, we have our shit together, but we have these moments too. And the only difference, you guys, is that we catch ourselves. So like, I will still to this day, even the last few weeks have been like a lot of negative self-talk. And then you'll catch me at 3 a.m. writing in my journal, just challenging those negative mindsets. So it's not that we never have negative mindsets. It's not that we never feel negative. It's that we tell ourselves a different story. Yep. It's like, ah, 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 ah. Yo, I fucking hear you. It's uh, like the uh, little devil on your shoulder. It's like, yo, I hear you, but I'm not going to listen to you today. Yeah. So you can fuck off and I'm going to listen to this guy yeah, over here. You a dick. You a right? dick. You yeah, a dick. You a dick bag. You're like, you a dick. And I'm going to I'm gonna start writing my own story. Yeah. And I'm going to show you guys. Actually, I'll show you guys right now. We're going to talk about writing your own story. But this book right here, I've got a giant notebook that's the size of an encyclopedia. Yes. And it's full of affirmations about who I Ooh. actually am. I'm going to get mine. I have an encyclopedia of literally completely full of affirmations because I'd spend 10 minutes every day, a timer, writing down my story, as in who am I, as in who am I becoming, as in what is my affirmation for my reality, as in like, what is the story that I want to fucking tell, not the story that like, you know, the self-doubt is trying to tell me. It's like, what kind of narrative do I want to create? I have an encyclopedia that's literally full and I'm going to go buy another one. I'm going to fill it up and I just keep doing that over and over again. And my encyclopedia is pink. His is brown. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is pink. Mine is pink. Yours is pink. And here's, here's another thing, right? So if we understand that our story is creating our reality, here's something that's funny. How many of you guys are aware of the fact that like your story is playing at all times, no matter what, like all throughout the day. So at all times. And so if you're not writing your own story, you guys should write this down. If you're not writing your own story, it's getting written for you. Mm -hmm. It's getting written for you by your past. It's getting written for you by your parents' opinion of what you're doing. It's getting written for you by what your husband thinks of your fitness journey. It's getting written for you by what your peers think of your online business. If you're not writing your own story, it's getting written for you. And yo, if I would have let the people around me write my own story, I would be a server at Original Joe's right now. And that's nothing against being a server at Original Joe's because for a big part of my life, it was fucking awesome. But that's not the story I wanted to write. But if I would have listened to everyone else, oh, it's pretty like risky doing that. Do you really trust this weird dude? 
yes, I trust this weird dude. And I'm going to give him all the money that I have. And he's going to help me build this online business to people. That's fucking crazy. But for me, that was the story I wrote. And Brian, when I joined his program told me, Kirsten, like, you're going to write this letter to yourself and you're going to talk about all the things you accomplished. And at first I like wrote it and it felt really silly, but then I wrote it and I fucking did it. So it's like, mm -hmm. su it's super fucking powerful. You guys. Mm -hmm. And I want to go, fucking and I want to go in on that because I know that we're talking about a fitness journey, but I want to talk about Kirsten's development as a leader for the big booty boss Academy, because guys, like those of you guys that are in Kirsten's big booty boss Academy right now, see her as a powerful leader. But what you don't see is that when Kirsten first started, she struggled to find her voice. Struggled, struggled. And, and what you say to yourself determines how your results pan out. And so if you're thinking to yourself, if you're an online coach and you want to be a leader for others, but then you think to yourself, and I know Kirsten's had these thoughts, nobody wants to hear my voice. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough to be a leader. How many times have you thought that? Dude, and like at lately, none, because I'm like, every time I catch myself feeling any sort of insecurities, I rewrite that. I'm like, absolutely not. But when I first started with Brian, you guys, Oh my, like Brian had to push me to do things that I felt like throwing up. Like it took me a long time. In fact, it took me a lot longer, I think, than a lot of his clients because I really struggled and it really was hard for me to go on live streams. I had a ton of anxiety. And how many times, if you're an online trainer, how many of you have ever thought this idea that like, I'm not, you know, toned enough Yeah. or I'm not lean enough Yeah. or I don't look good enough. Mm -hmm. And ladies that are in the Big Booty Oz Academy can attest to this. How many of you guys came to Kirsten's program because how lean she is versus how many of you guys came to Kirsten's program because of her energy. And that's and, when and I found my voice and how she excites you when you listen to her. But it's like, you will not find that if you're saying to yourself, nobody wants to hear my voice. Online fitness coaches, listen up. Yes. Nobody wants to hear my voice. I'm not good enough to be a leader. I don't know I? enough. Yeah. I, who am I? There's other people that have more experience than me. Doesn't matter. Other people have more credentials than me, or this might hit online fitness coach. I don't have a story to tell. I, I don't have a story to tell. How many of you guys have said that to yourself? I don't have a story to tell. And like being super transparent, like a lot of people that have the credentials, that's great. But a lot of them, and this isn't just generalizing people as a whole, but they can be boring. Like it's all about, and it doesn't matter how many credentials you have or what degrees you have or how long you've been doing this. Like, what are you passionate about? What are you here for? What sort of energy do you bring? Because I just think that that to me was the game changer when I was like, okay, so I'm just starting off this business. Yeah. I believe with my entire heart and soul that I can help women lose weight. And it's something that I'm super passionate about. I've also done it myself. So like, that's what I'm going to do. And it doesn't matter what anybody else around me is doing. So that's the story that I started telling myself. Mm. And I started saying like, these people want to hear what I have to say. And then I started learning. I started growing because anybody that has more credentials than you, guess what? You can get those credentials. Go mm -hmm. fucking get them. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. I do a different course every single, every time I'm done one course, I'm in another course. Because mm -hmm. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to be better. I actually, me and Kristen were talking about that the other day. She was like, I always get nervous when I write a, like a fitness related post that somebody with like a PhD is going to comment on it and is going to say like, oh, that's incorrect. And then she said, and that's why I'm always studying and I'm always learning because I'm so nervous that somebody's going to comment on it. And I literally said to her, I was like, good. I'm like, that's a good thing. He did. <laughs> like, I was like, that's a good thing that you feel nervous about that because that's why you're becoming an amazing coach over time. And you're getting better and better and smarter and smarter and smarter and smarter with every year that passes because mm -hmm. you're so committed to learning. And it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what your commitment level is or why it's there. It's like you, because you're so committed to learning. And that's why over the course of like 15 years, you're going to be like literally the number one in the world because you're just like, you're so, so committed. committed to learning. 
and so committed to self-development, so committed to like growing and progressing and, and trying to learn more information. So it's good to have these insecurities sometimes. It's good to be nervous. And it's good to be nervous it on is. the fitness coaches. And like, if you're like nervous about stepping up, good. You should be. And I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, be. run to the things that make you nervous. And I think that as I grow on like social media, as my business grows, like there is eyes on me and people always have their opinion. But like one thing that I know is that I'm a hundred percent committed to my business, to my clients and just being the absolute best I can. And that's all that fucking matters. Mm -hmm. So yes, I get nervous, but I also need to practice what I preach in that sense. Because what I tell my clients is like, if something makes you nervous, it's a sign that you're on the right path and run directly towards that. Yeah. A hundred percent. So guys tuning in and ladies, ladies, ladies and men and men, gentlemen, gentlemen, fellas and girls, <laughs> guys and gals, she's and pals, ladies and lassoes, ladies and lassoes. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we've, I think we took that joke way that too one? far. Lasses and lose? Yeah. No. La yeah. Lads, lads and lasses. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got to finish the joke now. It's done. It's done. Guys and ladies, what is the story you're telling yourself right now? And be real. Tell us. Be right real. We want to know what is the story you're telling yourself. And what story do you want to tell yourself? Wait, because, before before we yeah. get there, what story are you telling yourself? What story are you telling yourself? And be honest, what story are you telling yourself? Let's start there. And we're going to sit in here for a second because a lot of you guys have stories that are not optimal for your dream life. So yes. I want to know what story you're telling. If you're an online coach, maybe it's nobody wants to hear my voice. Maybe If you're an online coach, maybe it's like, uh, there's no way, like there's too many online trainers already. If you're an online coach, maybe it's nobody is reaching out for help. And if you're right now, if you're uh, on a fitness journey, maybe it's, I can never lose the weight. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. I'm always going to be big boned. I've always been big boned. I have bad genetics, right? So what is the story that you're telling yourself? My life's too hard. Nothing yes. good is coming, right? So I'm going to smack you with a reality check, right? Are you ready? That smack I won't it, lose baby. the weight, that I can't help people. All right, check this out. I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Let's say that you tell this story for the next five years of your life. So I want you to take the story that you're telling yourself, multiply it by five years of your life, and ask yourself the question, do you think that story is going to to get you the results that you want in your life. So take the story that you're telling yourself. So let's say you're saying, I can never lose weight and I'm no matter what I do, you know, I like I suck. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not wanted. I'm not talented. So let's take that story and multiply it by five years. Where do you see yourself? Is that something that you want? Is that a life that you're going to be excited about? Really think about it because you're not writing your story. It's being written for you. And so what is the story you're telling yourself? Now, the first step, to changing your story is self-awareness. Mm -hmm. But self-awareness is not enough. Like you guys need to know that there are consequences to your actions. Meaning that if you continue telling this story for the next five years, you're going to be in the same or oftentimes an exponentially worse place than you're currently at right now. Now, some of you guys, like, and guys, and I'm going to be real with you, all right? Having the desire to change is not enough. It's not mm -hmm. fucking enough. Agreed. Having the desire to change is not enough. It's not enough. Like, you know how many people want to have their dream body? It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't fucking matter. You know what fucking matters is writing a new story. Yeah. That's what fucking matters. And being willing to put in the work. And being willing to put in the daily work every daily single day. Discipline. Because if you don't write your story, it's being written for you. And so if you want to end up five years, 50 pounds overweight and sad and lonely, then keep doing what you're doing. But if you want a fucking dream life that you're proud of, then open up your book and start writing the story. Write the story. Oh, write write it. the story. Write it. Write it. Do it. Write it. Oh. And guys, this is something I get all the time. It's so hard, but it hearts to put, 
it's hard to fucking hate yourself. When I was miserable, Word. that was hard. You guys, it was so hard getting up every single day. So is it hard to drink four liters of water? Do I pee every fucking two minutes? Yes. Do I run into the house saying, babe, I'm going to piss myself. He's like, you're always going to piss yourself. Yes. But I would rather drink my four liters, feel healthy than be sitting in my own misery. So like whatever route you guys take and like, remember this and think about this. When I say this, whatever path you decide to take is going to be fucking hard. So choose your hard wisely. But like most people, most people, it's like, it's like you you guys need to ask yourself, do you want fun and resistance or back in resistance? Because if you choose the hard path, your life will be easy. But if you choose the easy path, your life will be hard. Yeah. You'll struggle. Oh, you see what I did there? Fucking, I'm just like trying to keep up here. Trying to keep up. Shit. But seriously, guys, and we understand this with our weight loss journeys, right? So we either choose the pain of getting up at five in the morning, mm-hmm. going to the gym and getting our workout in, or we choose the pain of looking ourselves in the mirror and realizing we're 15 pounds overweight and we hate the way that we look. It's like, what hard do you want? Yes. Like I've made the decision. I already I know. I know yeah. what hard that I want, right? If you choose the easy way, your life will be hard. If you choose the hard way, your life will be easy. So my question for you is, what are you going to choose? And what story are you going to tell yourself? And what are you going to start to believe? And what like affirmations are you going to create for yourself? And are you going to be the type of person that gets your story written for you by your mom, who has something to say about what you're doing and your dad, who has his own opinion and your sister who thinks, you know, what you're doing is dumb or or some stranger online that says something mean to you that you're like, oh, that's now I'm not going to do what I want to do because stranger pants, Bob 3000 thinks I'm stupid. <laughs> or are you just going to write your own story and understand that like some people are going to like it. Some people aren't, but, and you it's, guys gotta but it's your fucking book. It's, it's your, your book. book. Exactly. It's your book. So like, don't pay attention to the opinions of sheep. There's a quote that says that lions don't lions don't pay, pay attention, attention to the opinions, opinions of sheep. sheep. So if someone says something like, like I had people, you guys straight up literally laugh in my face when I said I wanted to start a low ticket program that was affordable for women. And let's see who's laughing now that I have 800 clients. Let's see one other person that has 800 clients. That's, I, that's I inspiring did. 800 women at a time. There you go. Like, but people told me they thought it was crazy. People told me I needed to charge more. People told me, but I listened to myself and I wrote my own story. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be in alignment right now. Mm. I would be living someone else's story. I'd be living someone else's life, what someone else wanted for me. And that's just a load of fucking shit. And I'm not going to do that. That's a load of shit. It's a load of, like, that's a load of that's shit. A and I'm not going to do shit, that. And I'm not going to do it. All right, guys. So that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully the story, this podcast has inspired you to stop telling yourself the bullshit that you're not going to be good enough, that you're always be fat, that you're big bone, that nothing works, that you have bad Mm -hmm. genetics, that your family has health problems, that you can never lose the weight. And that all of these things that you say to yourself, keep you stuck. Stop telling yourself that. If you're an online coach, stop saying to yourself, no one wants to hear my voice. I'm not good enough to be a leader. I'm not jacked enough, toned enough, lean enough. Other people have more experience. Other people have more credentials because it's all a lie. Fucking lie. lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. You can, you can, you can. And if you believe you can, you will. If you believe you can't, you won't. And that's fucking facts. <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> I got into this. You tell them. I was really, really. Ugh. All right, guys. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have the best day of your entire life. Kirsten, if my podcast listeners want to find you, where do they go? Um, if you guys want to find me on TikTok, it's Kirsten Martell. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's Kirsten Lee underscore. If you want to find me on Facebook, where I do live workouts every Saturday at 9 a.m. PST, again, Kirsten Martell, and I would love to have you join the party. Have the best day of your life, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.